Lizzie O'Gill. I'm, I'm getting to that, I think I'm getting to that level of comfort with you now as a friend where I feel like I just fall asleep in front of you. And I'm Jade Halliwell. I've hit the jackpot when I find a full body examination. <laughs> and you're listening to Do You Know Any Oasis? A podcast about two women trying to make an independent career in the music industry. Uh, I know you write your own songs and everything, love, and, and they're good and everything, but uh, do you know any Oasis? <laughs> Welcome back. Episode five, baby. We're ploughing through them, aren't, aren't we? we? I'm having fun. Enjoying it. I am, actually. Yeah. I think the, the initial anxiety of, are we going to run out of things to say... Um, Soon went. <laughs> when I realised it was me and you. It turned into, I was going to know when to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> True story. But we've seen loads of each other lately. I know, we? yeah. I reckon a couple times per month, especially this month, we've uh, been away. Past I feel like two I've weeks. seen you every weekend. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Sick of it, yeah. I'm not complaining. Sounds like you're complaining. I'm, I'm getting to that. I think I'm getting to that level of comfort with you now as a friend where I feel like I could just fall asleep in front of you. Yeah, well, I did. <laughs> we've, um, I think we'll have a little catch of what we've been up to, but one of the things, the reason we've seen each other, we've been on a hen do this last weekend. And listen, I'm one of them people, if I'm tired, I'm fucking tired, I'm going to sleep. Like, sleep <laughs> is... <laughs> so, in my defence, we were laid in bed ready to go to sleep, uh, and Amelia came up for a chat, and she was sat on end of bed talking to us, and I just, you know, when you, you're asleep, but you're aware you're being watched... <laughs> I flipped my eyes open. I'd nodded off, and the boss just looked at the light. When you just full on fell asleep in the middle of our conversation, <laughs> I do it all the time. Jess once gave me a lift home, and Luke picked me up from services where she was dropping me, and it was like she'd been asleep all way. She's like, no, it's been weird. She's like, been awake, but then she'd not finish her sleep. She'd be like, yeah, no, I just. Fi-. <laughs> it's like narco- is it narcolepsy? Narcolepsy where you fall asleep. I I was on a Zoom call yesterday and I'm not kidding, if I'd have had matchsticks, I would have put them in my eyeballs. Really? You know, because it's a a lot, isn't it? Just sat staring at the screen Mm. and it was, I'd put the little heater on so it was warm in the office. Nice warm. Got my comfy trousers on and I sat and I just thought, I could properly fall asleep Yeah. I love a nap. I like, I was waiting for Luke to make me tea last night. Half past eight, I fell asleep on that sofa. Then... I don't know about you, like, I'm a grown woman, but I still feel like a naughty kid who's not allowed to nap, you know, if I fall asleep in there. Well, you know what, this is really funny. My sisters have always said, like, Kez, we never know anyone that loves a nap as much as you. (laughs) But, you know, like, back in the day when you were gigging, like, four or five nights a week and you're out and quite often you've got a long drive home, a little nap before the gig. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? I mean, all the years I lived and worked in Lanzarote... I was effectively working nights. I'd start the show at 10 o'clock. We'd play till like one, sometimes two in the morning mm. if the audience was up for it. And then you have a drink after the show, you go home. And then I'd probably sleep until 11, go back yeah. to bed about three. <laughs> I've done me four I hours. And then just have a little siesta. But it's yeah. okay in Spain because you can call it a siesta. Yeah, but oh, then... it's a nana nap. It? <laughs> it's not quite as sexy. Not quite. No. Uh, but we are, look, we're of an age. That's it. I love, I plan my naps. Like, if I'm in on my own, it's proper good napping. Because, like I say, I feel like if someone knows I'm napping, I've been caught out. Like, I feel <laughs> you like do. I deny it. You feel it. like you've been yeah. caught napping. I feel like, oh, God, no, I'm not supposed to be having a nap. It's only 2 p.m. And I feel bad about that. So I try to deny it and keep myself awake. But if I'm on my own, you know, naps going down, I get into bed. 
I'm oh, a weirdo for ASMR as well. Because that becomes a sleep. Well, I set an alarm, so I'm like, <laughs> max an hour for a nap, max. But I'll get my little ASMR videos up. Luke calls it porn. It's not sexual. Um, <laughs> it's like people painting and like yeah, pottering it's like, and things well, like I'm, that. I'm well into the eye test, you know what I mean? Like someone's checking my eyes. Um, <laughs> scalp examination. Wow. Yeah. I, I've hit the jackpot when I find a full body examination because they're checking your breathing. They're measuring my diaphragm, you know. Wow. Yeah, it's intense, but it's great to snooze to. I can, can, I can fall asleep anytime, any place. I Same. am a good sleeper. Same. I feel like I if it. I ever applied for a job and I needed a CV and it said, what are you good at? I'd say sleeping. Sleeping. <laughs> Napping. <laughs> Napping. <laughs> Zoning out of a conversation. Used to do, do you know when you go on your girls' holidays, those are the danger naps, aren't they? Because you're drunk. You've been it happens sun. every time, and you, you sit round the table like you're making a life-changing yeah. decision. Yeah. Like, like, are right, we girls, napping? Are we napping? And it's got to be all in. All, you know, it's yeah. not. Oh, I'm going to nap. I'm going to stay drinking because then mm. the level is is obliterated. Mm, it's, mm. Are we all napping? Yeah. Or are we just changing and going back through. out? Yeah. The worst <laughs> ones I've done. Like I've done some girls' holidays where we've been to Vegas, you know, <sighs> LA. So you've got the time difference, jet lag, yeah. in with the booze and the sun. The napping were essential there, but yeah. like you say, it had to be who's in charge of the alarm, and we'd have to say like, "There's no fight in it." I'm saying once we're up, we're up, and we'd literally be cracking whip like in the shower, like proper plowing, and that first drink, you sat with grit in your eyes, like. <laughs> well, we did. We did well, didn't we? Because we went out with uh, Jess Tristan yeah. and Demi Mariner, who are our fellow Girls Night in yeah. girls, and we went out for. Easter slash Demi's birthday, uh, and no one napped. No one I napped. I think we did very well. Mm, we did do well. Although when I texted Luke next day, he said, no way if you just woke up, you lazy bitch. <laughs> it's about nine. I felt like it was fair enough, that. Been out that, all day. Well, yeah. I would have like, took it out on me. We did We did put a fair bit away as well. <laughs> That's true. Which that is... True. We had us jammers night. We did. We had us pub crawl. Well, we had us pub crawl, which... <laughs> the thing is... It started as a pub crawl. Mm. We are actually pubs. karaoke whores. So <laughs> as much as we're like, oh no, I don't get up on karaoke. That's for, no, 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 not when you do it for a living. I'm out to enjoy. So give me two halves, I'm finding nearest pub with karaoke. That's all it takes. So we were hunting, weren't we, for a karaoke bar. We yeah. hit that point, let's find karaoke. karaoke. And she kept saying to us, Emma, like, you're not finding it around here. I said, trust me, if there's one thing I can do, it's find karaoke wherever I am. <laughs> so I discovered a karaoke bar. I said, let's go. It wasn't what we expected. It was not it. what it, it was like a themed apri ski bar, like a cabin, yeah. and it was very male heavy. Is that fair? And, um, <laughs> it was. I, I think everyone must have got ID'd on entry because we were definitely ten years older than everyone in there. Oh, we brought the age oh. way up. Um, oh no! And it was a situation where you just text in what song you want to do. Yeah, and it and grab and, a mic from behind. Yeah, that. and it's just on a revolver of requests. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was, we immediately were like, right, no one's singing country here. Yeah. Well, if you remember, at one point I looked at you and I just went, it's off the table, karaoke's a no-go, enjoy your drink, sup up, we're leaving. We're not singing in this joint. We can't throw Whitney out in this joint. It was all you like know. lads, weren't it, singing Mr. Yeah. Brightside you got and Barry, Sex on 21, fire. shouting Arctic Monkeys down Mike. He holds Mike at head, <laughs> upside down. <laughs> I was like, this is too much testosterone, we are not singing Whitney. Demi came over with a tray of tequila rose. I'll put us in. We're doing Shania <laughs> like this, bitch. <laughs> she is, bitch, but will be the demise of us. The minute our names got called, performance mode. We were ready. 
We were trying a four-part harmony with two mics, <laughs> pissed out as head. Do people say to you, like, because I'm the same, I live for karaoke, whether yeah. I'm on a night out, if it's ever at a party, on holiday especially. Mm. Um, but people say, oh, isn't that like the last thing you want to do? And I'm like, no, because it's, it's fun. It's the last thing I want to do when I'm sober. When I've had a drink, I'm there for the Whitney moment. You know what I mean? Because and you know I what think because we sing for a living, yeah. people think that, oh, you know, why, why could you possibly want to perform? But it's like all the best parts of our job without any of the stress. Exactly. We've not had to go. We've not loaded in. Yeah, no loading. <laughs> I'm not having to suss up the stairs to get, it, to get this geared in. No, I'm not fuming over I'm not that. to like, submit my text back. Yeah. There's no set list. I'm not looking at ticket sales on run up to it, wondering who's not getting picked. <laughs> you, just, you just put your name down on your little slip. You're there. I love as well with karaoke, so I'm not saying that we don't get great reactions. The thing is... Someone buys a ticket to my show, they're expecting a show. Like that's why you bought a ticket. Yeah. So the response is great and they love the music, they know the music, and that's brilliant. But karaoke's a different ballpark because you're just it's average punt and in corner. And you're usually usually karaoke is a level, isn't it? Yeah. And then you put your name in, DJ can't be arsed, he's already been there four hours, it'll <laughs> throw you in. Next up, uh we got and you it'll set you going. And if if he thinks you've got it, they'll piss off for a fag and leave you to it, won't yeah. it? Like, they're not even bothered. <laughs> But I love it and the cra- the reaction. But then also the aftermath, you know, like this podcast is called Do You Know Any Oasis? Because of the the questions you get asked all the time. And I love the karaoke. You always get an ex-pro come over <laughs> and ask you. <laughs> you a pro? You must be a pro. You a pro. <laughs> what did you get a lady? <laughs> I love this story. So uh, my go-to every time is Benidorm. <laughs> Some of the world's greatest karaoke <laughs> is based in Benidorm. Me and my sisters have been going for years and there's a bar called the Palladium and it's actually next door to the infamous Black Chicken. I actually see it often on Bagging Loving Brits in the Sun, which it's, I watch every morning at nine. It's quite the joint. It's mm. quite the joint. And they have karaoke every day, one till seven. <sighs> Cabaret seven. in the evenings. <laughs> it's dead cheap. It's like a pound for a bottle of Dorada. Happy days. and it's But it's full of ex-pros. Love it. And great singers. You still get people that are just on like on holiday yeah. and want to have a laugh. But so it's a, sh- it's a show for afternoon, basically. Yeah, and it's just... And, and the thing is that you'll put your slip in and you're waiting two hours. Yeah. So you think, right, we get there, we get a table, we get three or four <laughs> slips in, get them in. And um, yeah, so I went and I'm, I'm trying to remember what I sang. I think it was... Um, Dusty Springfield, you don't have to say you love me. Oh, bagger. So I finished the big note. Believe me, believe me. Done. Places on their feet. Standing ovation. I was like, this is my moment. I've done it. I've made it. Went back to my table. Little sup on my Dorada beer. I'm happy. Let's tap on the shoulder. This, This guy's there and he went, listen. We've not had a standing ovation in here <laughs> since 2012, Sam Bailey. <laughs> and listen, all respect to Sam Bailey, no, but I no, just thought no. I've, I've, the height I've had a legend moment here yeah. because to these people, I've just walked in and just blown their minds. Yeah. I'm on holiday and I'm yeah. just doing a bit of karaoke, but it was, it was, oh, it. It was he had to come over and Let tell you know. me, we've not had a standing oh. <laughs> I love it when you, when you sing and there's another singer in. There's a, your friends then that come over. Oh, yeah. Do you know Islands in the Stream? Do you fancy singing that with me? I'm like, 
put us in, Teddy. Well, we were laughing, weren't we? Because we're like, this stages of karaoke. <laughs> yeah. See, the first stage is you get there, you look around, no way. No, nah, I'm not singing in here. The mics are rubbish. Look, they're not even SM58s. <laughs> rubbish mic, no reverb. No, no, it won't have what I want. No. Couple of halves in. Well, let's go. Give us a book. Let's have a look. <laughs> Give us a book. A4. I'm flicking through. <sighs> yeah, I might. What, and you're asking the people yeah, you're with, what, what, what do you think? You know, another half. Yeah, go on. Put me Whitney in. Put me Whitney in. Yeah. Greatest love. It, put that it. in. Then you sing your song. And then after that, then you start making karaoke yeah. friends. Yes. So like you said. You're duetting. Alan's come over. Alan's in the streams. Yeah. yeah, put that in. And then... You're taking requests. Yeah. yeah. I bet you'll do a lovely job of Adele. Is there any chance you know? <laughs> It's me, like my, it's me and my mate celebrating 25 years. Will you sing it? So now you've become the, the, the evening's entertainment. <laughs> and then there's the final point at the end where there's only about four or five people left. You're the only, There's no one else putting requests in now, so it's just you. You stay up yeah. there. DJ Ashton close the night. <laughs> and close of the evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jade's going to do us one more to see us all out. What are you closing Take on? it away. God. Big finish. Big finish. It's got to be like Selena or Whitney, in it? It's got to be a big ballad. Do you remember when we, <laughs> when we were in uh, Benner's? So, Kezia and Lloyd took me and Luke to Benner's. First time ever. We took their Benadorm virginity. <laughs> oh, honestly. I'm choking again. <coughs> yeah, get a jammers, look. We're talking oh, wow. about drinking and we're dry. Come on. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers. to karaoke. <laughs> to <Benner's. laughs> So, they took us to Benadorm and she's, she says, I'll take it to karaoke bar. Threw me into this place called Black Chicken. One man's just naked constantly. I said, where the fucking hell you brought me here? What in the holy hell is this joint? We did go in a bit strong. I, yeah. think, I think it was a mistake Lord going... went too deep. We're not even pissed. Like, what are you doing? We shouldn't have brought him here. Didn't take me to this famous Palladium, but took me to Black Chicken. Um, so we went to another place. End at night, we're battered. I got up, I sang Celine Dion. Um, no, sorry, I sang Whitney Houston, Run To You. Oh. Great song. And as I'm off, this woman <laughs> introduced herself. <laughs> okay. She came up to me and she says, uh, that you were just singing then? I said, yeah, she went, I went upstairs in the toilet. I heard you. I've rushed down to see who it was. <laughs> I says to my fella here, I said, she's coming for my job. I went, oh, oh no, no, I'm on holiday. She went, oh, she went, sorry, nice to meet you. She pulled around, she went, I'm Celine Dion. She went, on Mondays to Thursdays. <laughs> She hasn't actually told me a name. She told me uh, who she impersonates. I was like, that is brilliant. She was I like, you should that. come. And then if you remember, me and you went to watch her. We did. She was left lads. She was we quite went. good. Celine did a good job, yeah? Yeah. Where the sticking point was that she also did a Whitney Houston tribute. And I was like, that's <laughs> yeah. two very different ladies that you're taking off. Mm. But yeah, I just, I think that there's something about karaoke. And I say, it's, it's great fun, whoever you're with. But when you're with fellow singers. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was some songs got thrown Easter weekend, weren't there? Me, oh, you, Jess and Debbie. Well, <laughs> as we'd had a bad experience on the Sunday, on the Monday we decided... Screw this, let's hire a private karaoke booth and <laughs> sing to us arts content. There were some bangers going oh. on in there. Well, we hired it for two hours, didn't we? Yeah, And it's, ju- it's just us in there. But I feel like we sang about three songs. It yeah. went so quickly. It did go quickly. And we were like just giving each other a little show, like we'd take it in turns and we'd all gather in corner. <laughs> Sit little stars in his eyes, clapping at each other. I love watching the videos back because we we're all just rooting for each other. Yeah, like the one that what you um, what's the song you sing? The big high note. All by all, myself. All by myself. Can't beat Celine. And me, me, Jess, and Demi are in tears in the corner. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> when she you re- do the big, we're like, I love her. <laughs> she does it every time. <laughs> it was so funny. And we, 
we tried to find loads of stuff, but it's a, it was a weird place in it, like the system. Like they didn't have half at songs and stuff. No. But then they'd just like. I'd be like, oh, so-and-so, Celine, oh, they haven't got that one. Oh, I've got to see if they've got that Miley Cyrus. Oh, they haven't got that one. See if they've got, so, you know, Katy Perry, oh, they haven't got one. And then randomly, it'd be like, Tammy Winnett. Samantha Mumba. Like, why, yeah, Samantha, <laughs> why have you got this? But we made it we work. Went, oh, we had a great time. But we were saying, we, we really wanted to talk about it on the, on here because we feel like we've talked a lot about like the hard side of yeah. music, but karaoke Oh, is an absolute when you can sing fun. karaoke is a fun little moment isn't it? love a bit of karaoke and like you were saying when you go to do a show people are expecting a level and they're expecting yeah. you to perform and there's always the surprise element the first song you put in at karaoke you yeah think, whole new audience yeah whole yeah. new room of fans <laughs> <laughs> we once went on holiday me and luke and um we went to Portugal in November after his mum and dad told us it were red hot and lied. Uh, so we got there, we were freezing, but you know when you won't accept it's cold, so we were still laying by pool but underneath towels. <laughs> like, Trying to make it holiday. Be defeated. <laughs> and um, we went out to this karaoke place. Like I said, it was freezing, so they gave out blankets as you arrived. This little bar of karaoke, and we sat outside under his blanket. And it was that quiet and that cold that it just like, you, you say your name and it just bring Mike to you. So you just have one arm under blanket over when holding your mic. <laughs> so you know And there was this couple outside of us with a little girl and she was absolutely adorable. And she was singing all show tunes because we'd had a few. I was crying. She's going to be a star. She's going to be a star. Luke like, I'm going to text my mate. I'm going to text my friend. But we were against you. are brilliant. You're fantastic. Never give up. Give it chat to mum and dad. Always, always support her <laughs> dreams. And I walked away. Next day I went, why did we turn into everyone else at karaoke just chatting shit? I'm like, why, why were that us last night? We stumbled up road. I'm like, we can't show us faces there. Again. <laughs> we took it too far last night. Too far. We thought we were fucking Britain's Got Talent judges. My mum's going to be so mad at me for swearing on this. That's the third time I've F-bombed. Is it? I don't mm. even notice. I'm so used Sorry, to mom. it. Sorry, mum. I'm going to need an explicit badge on this podcast. <laughs> Do you think your mum will listen to this? Yeah. She's already asked me. I said the other day, I was like, oh, I'm recording a podcast. She went, oh, where can I hear it? I went, well, it's not out yet. She went, oh, will you send me it? I was like, well, it's not. <laughs> Mum hasn't even recorded the thing yet. But I can't <laughs> listen to it yet, can you? I'll say to Mum, I'll say, uh, have you pre-saved me a new single? She's like, I'll, I'll do, do that then. Says, uh, you, oh, it's, just, it's like, a, just click the link and take it to Spotify. What's that then? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, right, bring. let's take it right back. Where's your iPad? What's that then? And I'm like, no, Mum, that's the remote. <laughs> Bless her. No, she's good. But I, I, we have to kind of set her up with everything. Yeah. So I'll be like, right, I've set it up. It's there on your home screen. Yeah. Big green one that says Spotify. <laughs> Click it. Click it. Enjoy. <laughs> Best thing my mum did was buy an Alexa. Ooh. Mm. Easy. She just asks it to play me. And there I am. She can dance in the kitchen to it. She oh. argues with it, though. Problem with an Alexa in Yorkshire is you don't understand her accent. <laughs> Alexa. Alexa. Do you say the A? Alexa, yeah, I try to put it on. I'm like, <clears throat> Alexa, please will you play? See, we've got um, Google in ours. Mm. And what's really funny is uh, my husband Lloyd is originally from down south. <laughs> Did you just pour wine I'm Covered in wine. <laughs> covered in it. See his glasses. <laughs> He's originally from down south. So he kind of goes, okay, Google. <laughs> and that's now how I talk to it. I can't yeah. just go, okay, Google. Yeah. Okay, Google. <laughs> Putting on your accent to get it EastEnders. Okay, Google. <laughs> but no, it's great. How lazy have we become as well with technology? So it's been wicked lately. We've had a lot of fun stuff, but I've got to bring it back. 
there's been a lot of stress. Oh, <laughs> a lot of stress. We've, we've both like, I think this is why it's been so nice that we've spent a lot of time together, but I feel like literally all we've done is just deflate with each other. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, who's, whoever's the least stressed out that day will just <laughs> look after oh, the other one. <laughs> but because um, we've, we've got stuff coming up aren't we and we're trying yeah. to plan things what behind and... the scenes planning yeah and even though we, we still at this point can't talk about too much but what we did want to talk about with this being like a behind the scenes style podcast is how it's affected us and some of the stuff that goes into the planning um because a lot of the time you'll just be like scrolling through facebook and you'll see a glossy poster and it's like new show announced mm. or new music come in and you go oh that's nice yeah but what you don't appreciate <laughs> is that it's, it's the mental breakdown <laughs> And I, you know, I often wonder, do you reckon artists at the at a high level get that? Or do you reckon it's because we are literally yeah. doing everything? I think they do, but for different reasoning. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I think they get like the stress of them knowing everything is going on, but they're not really that involved in that process. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I guess for them, it's more the stress of like the labels on the back and yeah. like, this has got to be a sellout. It must, be, it must be so nice to just get an email and say hi so yeah this is the tour this is when it goes on sale these are the assets yeah. off you go off you go <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean it's um like I say it is very stressful like all the from the first of the idea even just like getting dates to link together is the mm. band all free for that entire block I know never a yes from the off <laughs> it's always someone has to move something it's never a case of everyone goes yep yeah and the thing is as well like with the the bands that you and i use like the the what we would call session players Mm. so they're not exclusive it's not the jade helioel band Mm. they're kind of a great team of players and and it's a pool of players that you can choose from so if one of the bass players isn't free you can go to another Mm -hmm. but when you are a session player you'll usually have a few artists that you work with so it's getting them when they're free yeah and you just need to hope to God that no artist yeah. has got them before. And like also, like obviously, when you put in, say we put a tour on, because we're good friends, we do t- talk to each other. We kind of yeah. know when the other person's looking to tour, so we can avoid that. Yeah. But you don't speak to every artist, so you can plan and plan and plan. And be like, right, we're announcing it. Little do you know, somewhere else in the country behind the scenes, someone else is planning that exact same week as you. I know. And you know what? It literally happened to me this week. So I've announced a big show, which is coming up in June. Um, and I've found out in literally not five miles down the road, huge country Americana artist is playing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this show just got a lot harder to sell. <laughs> it's so hard. But the thing is like, so going back years ago, when I was first getting into country, like 2015, there wasn't much going on. Like there was the odd thing, like I say, I hounded W21 to get onto their stuff because that seemed like that was the only UK country stuff going on. But now we've got so many artists, which is a great thing. We've oh, got yeah. so many artists, so many festivals and events happening and so many artists from America and stuff that want to come and all these Australia, Canada that want to visit and tour in the UK. So as a fan, it's brilliant. Yeah. As an artist trying to book a tour, there is never the perfect month. <laughs> no, and you know what? I don't know about you, but I think it was last year, and we were we were in the audience and we we're watching C two C, and and um, it felt like every single artist was like, "And oh, we're coming back in the autumn. We're coming back in the autumn." And I'm sat there thinking, oh, "That's when I want to tour." <laughs> so I, I was like, "I'm not, not going to go yeah. against these people," but you know, you, you just have to make yeah. it work. But it's it's just. I think the whole thing is stressful because for me, I suffer from something called imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I will admit this is self-diagnosed. I've not, 
you know, I've Googled it, but I show a lot of the, you know, the signs that I suffer from this and it's the feeling and I've had it my whole life. It's feeling like no one's going to come to your party. Yeah. If you know, no one's going to come. If, if I'd like, say, I'm having a barbecue I'm worried that my mum and dad aren't going to come. Or, do you know what I mean? <laughs> my next door neighbours bought too many skewers. And sausages. Do you know what I mean? And that's the thing. I'll I, I prep and prep and prep for something, but then I have this overwhelming fear that no one's going to come. Yeah. And it's that same which I talked about in a previous podcast, talking about am I going to be good enough? Am I enough? Mm. I, am I going to let everyone down? You know. And even if it rains, oh, is that going to be my fault? You yeah. Know? And I think with putting something like a tour on, it I am literally like wrought with anxiety are people going to buy tickets and even in the past i've sold out shows yeah quite quickly yeah but that that means nothing yeah because it's a new show no and it's it's something i struggle with massively yeah i feel like there's no like say there's no way to fix it like even going (laughs) oh well i sold out you're not going oh peace piss if you've got any tips please let me know i tell you what i did I, i got a great tip from my lovely manager donna and she said if you write things down in the moment when you're most yeah. anxious about it and then following the event, usually when it's been yeah. a success or it's sold out or you've yeah. come off stage and you're buzzing, go back and you almost have a conversation with that Kezia yeah. in her worst. And as Kezia in her best, you yeah. can say, see, what were you worried about? And there's no more powerful way of saying than saying that to yourself. Yeah. So I've started journaling. Ooh. I bought a beautiful little green book that says, believe in yourself. Oh, I'm all here for the stationery. I love a bit of oh, stationery. I've got notepads coming out of my ears. <laughs> So I'm journaling now and over the next few months, you know, I've got so much stuff coming up um, and I'm kind of like drip feeding it to, I don't want like to just barrage people with information, but I'm drip feeding over the next three, four months, singles, music, tours, shows, collaborations. And I mean, what's funny, we're recording this now. Nobody knows about it. So this itself will be an announcement. Yeah, exactly. Which is, yeah. again, really exciting. But I'm sat here thinking, is anyone going to listen? Yeah. Is anyone going <laughs> to subscribe? Tune in? Well, my mum will, so we've got that one down. Hiya, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> it is a massive thing. I remember when we put the Girls' Night in tour on. If you remember, we announced it. And the day before we knew we were announcing, oh. Kelsey Ballerini announced tour. Yeah. And we were obviously like, oh, I want us to go to that. <laughs> Busy now, but also like people are like, oh, why have you done that? So I was like, we we ain't got tel- Kelsey's team on phone telling us, hey girls, I know you're booking a tour, but Kelsey's coming over then. But we actually ended up playing Manchester the same night. Yeah, the anxiety in that group chat. <sighs> well, we, we were we were at a point, weren't we, yeah. where we're like, let's just pull it. Yeah, let's we pull like, it. We pull it. We can't we go up against Kelsey. Like, what are we gonna do? And we're like, no, it'll be fine. Sold out within the day. Yeah. So. I could have sold it again. Like I was going to say, yeah. Manchester was one of the dates that we technically could have sold mm. twice. And we tried so hard, if you remember, to add another date, but the venue wasn't didn't, didn't have the availability. And then we tried to find another venue, but then they would like, no, it just should have been yeah. like a random date like, later yeah. on. So we're like, it's what it is, we'll keep it as is. But um, I think that's like you say, that's proof of like, you get so anxious and worked up, but things just work out in the yeah, end. Yeah, I just, I wish I could like, I wish I could learn from it. But I think this is the thing with imposter syndrome. I think it's just, it's a feeling I have every time. Yeah. And even though my rational brain can say, look, you'll be fine. You've sold tickets before. Everyone's not just going to suddenly wake up and go, nah, nah, we've had enough now. Yeah. Um, but as well, part of trying to grow and develop as an artist, you're booking bigger venues, yeah. you're taking bigger financial risks. Because with every venue, whether there's a promoter yeah. or not, there is that financial risk. Yeah. And you all have to agree together who's going to take the risk, how big the risk is going to be. 
and you all go into that knowing full well. I suppose it's the same as when we make music. We yeah. we could sit down and say, right, it's going to cost ten thousand pounds to put this EP together. In the in the small slither of hope that you may sell some, yeah. you may get some streaming royalties, you may get some PRS royalties. Yeah. But realistically, it's going to be a very very long time until you even see that ten grand, let yeah. alone a profit. Yeah. So it's the risk, isn't it? And it all it all adds to the bloody stress. Very stressful life, isn't it? <laughs> I swear to God, I've, I've eczema all over my body. Stress, eczema, and then I—I I think I discussed this, but I tick when I'm stressed. Well, it's interesting because as we're filming this, the Lewis Capaldi documentary yeah. has just landed well, on Tammy Netflix. Tammy said to me, "She's like, I'm going to start calling you Lewis Capaldi." I said, well, "Listen, I think that's Sean. Much like we're trying to do, mm. that is Sean a big light." on actually what goes on and what a lot of artists go through. I mean, you would think someone like Lewis Capaldi, it's just a walk in the park. Yeah. You know, he's churning out hits left, right. But the the bigger it gets, the bigger the pressure gets. I do think, like you said, thinking people come, that is one of my biggest things. I think, do people wake up and think, I'm not really into that anymore. I've seen that show. I've heard her songs. Like That's it. I'm not going to buy a ticket because I've already seen her play before. So I'm not bothered. But then I think in reality... I've lost count of how many times I've seen Taylor Swift and I'm gagging, <laughs> gagging for her to announce some UK dates. So I, I don't do that with artists I like. So why do I assume that people would do that to me? But yeah. I do, it is a big fear, I think, that you think people are going to wake up one day and think, bother her. Yeah, I've seen that. I worry about that all the time. Yeah. And I worry that if I bring out a song that's maybe slightly rockier yeah. or, or the other way, slightly more folky, pe- people that like the other side of my yeah. music will go, oh, she's changed, not having it, delete. <laughs> Whereas then they might just say, I'm not a fan of that song. Like, yeah. There's artists I love and I'll skip a certain yeah. song on an album or I'll be like, oh, I wasn't a fan of that era. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, a classic example, someone like Zach Brown Band, like they got a lot of flack for their previous mm. EP. Um, but then, like, you know, they've come back with a great album, just did an amazing killer set at yeah. C2C. Yeah, I remember reading some horrible comments. Oh, really? Was it the, the Owl album? I don't, I'm not big up on my knowledge um, of Zach Brown Band, if I'm honest. So. I can't remember the name, but I know it had Owl in the title. Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, it... it People weren't sure about it. And I just think then they came back and it's like, oh no, it doesn't make me love that yeah. brown band any less. You just didn't like, well, I'm saying, like I say, I'm, I'm saying something out of term here. I love Taylor. Go on. I'm not keen on her last album. Are you not? Don't listen to it that much, no. I'm not, not I don't dislike it, but it's my least favourite of all yeah. her albums. But I know some people are like, it's the best thing she's ever done. Yeah. Yeah, it's mad. So people could, you know, take what they want, but... I think it's just proof as well. Like, I just think she could probably bring out two or three albums that you're not mad on. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're not going to download a new album. That's it. Like, even a Folklore and Evermore stuff, I wasn't like, oh my God, I love this, because I love, like, the Fearless era, Speak Now yeah, era, yeah. Taylor Swift. But I still love everything. And I've loved, like, Reputation, and I did really like the Lover album, but the Folklore, the ones she brought out <clears> in lockdown... I love them, but for different reasons. Like, I quite like bath music, do you know what I mean? I was just going to say, of wine, when bubble she bath. brought Folklore out and I, I'd not listened to it yet and you were like, listen to it in the bath. I yeah. was like, that's a very strange suggestion. Yeah. Did you get it, don't I you? did. I listened- Same with Demi's album as well. Like, I bullied Demi so much to hear the music that she ended up sending me a private link because <laughs> it's not out yet. I was like, I need that music in my life. Like, I'm singing it, but I don't know the words properly. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going off when I've seen you play it live. So if you could please learn the words, thank you. She's like, fine, here, have a link. So she sent me it and I was getting it back the same. I'm laid in there for ages listening. I thought, Whoa. what a set of songs. That's it. I mean, I'm, I'm at the point now where my album's kind of being finished. Yeah. And I'll have it for bath. Thank you. <laughs> I'll have a I'll, private I'll link. I'll submit the link. <laughs> and I feel like I know these songs 
not only so well because I wrote them. Yeah. I mean, th- I co-wrote two of the tracks, um, lyrics wise, and two of the songs are co-written words and music. So I put lyrics to the music, but the rest is all me. Yeah. Um, and I, I like know these songs inside out. I've, I've been very hands-on with the production and everything. So I feel like I know, I know them to death now. Yeah. And it's just mad to think that this it's brand new music. Yeah. And like the world, the world doesn't know about it yet. And I yeah. do. And it's it's exciting. I think this yeah. little bit right before, it's still stressful because again, the imposter in me is thinking, well, who's going to buy it? <laughs> no one's going to want to play it. You know what I mean? People don't listen to independent artists. No one's going to want to care. But I have to just, you got to keep the faith. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, I'll just cry in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best place to cry, I'm telling you. I do all my crying in bath. <laughs> it's very, it's very cathartic. But to to lift the mood slightly, we was we was we've talked a lot about the hardships. Let's talk about the good stuff. Talk to me about your dream gig. Oh shit! Right. <laughs> what a. <start. laughs> well, I feel like I've got several because I'm greedy. I would love to play the Ryman, like full band. The original Ryman in Nashville. The Ryman Auditorium, the one like on Broadway. Yes. Yeah. The, like, I would love church. And field. obviously, everyone loves the opera, but then I'm thinking like, it's, it's the thing of the circle. It? Obviously, I'd love to play the opera, but I would love to do like a band show. Because I've been to shows there that aren't country music as well. Yeah. It's a great vibe. Well, like, the Ryman is the original opera, isn't it? Yes. So you'd so, be t- two birds, exactly, one stone. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I mean, technically, I've, I have sang at the opera. Let me swallow my jam shed. Hang on. (laughs) Circle in. Come on, buckle up. (laughs) Hang on, trying to do season now. Hang on. So I went on holiday. (laughs) I know what's coming. (laughs) You did a tour, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) I did the tour and they said, hey, if anyone would like to sing in the circle. And my mate Emily, because biggest hype woman was like, she'll do it. She sings. I was like, bitch. (laughs) So I'm on spot, but. Studied circle to an empty, an empty opera. Bit of crazy, Patsy Klein. <sighs> Got a clap from cleaner at back mopping floor. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, technically, I can say I've played the opera. And it looks like never tell anybody that. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did the same thing, but but worse than you. I did Sun Studio tour in Memphis yep. and stood in the room where the Million Dollar Quartet recorded. Yeah. Uh, so it's the old 1950s star microphone, stood in the very room where Elvis Presley record, recorded, you know, and was going to sing and bottled it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because the thing that I didn't realise, there was no like moment to sing. Yeah. You just took a minute to have a photo with, yeah. with the mic and stand in the spot where, where Elvis yeah. recorded... Um, I don't not talk, but I can't remember. Oh, the what's, what's remember the, the piano? Yeah, so you got the piano. It's the room, and it's got like it's got studding on the walls. It's got lots of little <gasps> yes, holes in yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. And they say the million dollar quartet, and so Jerry Lee Lewis was sat at the piano. It's the iconic photo yeah. of them all, and it was um, what's what's the um, God? What is that Elvis song? The first one he sings. I can't think of it. I've gone blank. It'll be Christmas. <laughs> Our survey said that's. Not That's not Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I'm not big on Elvis, can you tell? <laughs> Wait, he sings, you ain't nothing but a hell. He sings that one. It's the, um, all right, mama. It's the, it's That's all right, mama. So that's one of the first songs he recorded on the Sunday. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be lonely this Christmas was like mud or something. I'm sure it was. 
What the sound like, Elvis? You're thinking of um, <laughs> Oh, have a blue Christmas. Have <laughs> you noticed from above doing Elvis voice with the Elvis clap? <laughs> you can actually do the Elvis lip. Oh. <laughs> but stood in the spot and had the photo, and it was very much like next one, next one, next one, and there was no big moment yeah. to sing. So Lloyd just looked at me like, "Why didn't you just start singing?" I was like, "Because that would be weird." And he was like, "Nah, these Americans yeah, would have loved love it. it." And I was like, "No, I, I couldn't." Yeah, but it was still amazing to be in that room. Yeah. So I, I, I get the rhyme. So, yeah. so you're at the Ryman. What, what's, what does the show look like? Is it a solo show? Have you got no, full band? band? It's full, full band. band, big yep. production. But equally then I'd like to do like, obviously everyone dreams of Glastonbury. Oh yeah. Everyone dreams of Glastonbury. Yeah. With full band. Yeah. The lights. Pyramid. Pyramid. Oh yeah. J- I don't, on. knowing how we've spoken, I don't believe either of us could deal with the pressure. <laughs> I mean, you were having Reiki before Buckle and Boots. It, what Christ. level of therapy would you need Bring before? Bring me on in a coffin. <laughs> But then, like, stripped back, like, writer's round. Like, I'd obviously love to do a proper writer's round at the Bluebird. Yeah. Like, you know, sit in a circle on the floor. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I was invited to do a round at the, yes. uh, the Bluebird. And again, it was the amazing Buckle and Boots that sort of did a UK yeah. takeover and they hosted the evening. Um, and that was super iconic. But what I always find with things that you aspire to and dream of, mm. when you actually get to tick that box... And then you walk off stage. It's just like, I've just done that. Yeah. Something I've dreamed of my whole life. Like I've wanted to play the Bluebird my whole life. Yeah. And then when Nashville, the TV series came out, it just heightened it massively. And then I did the gig, but it's just, it's a small room in a little precinct block of shops in outer Nashville. It's not even in town. It's just outside of Nashville. And it's an incredible... But all the time you're thinking of how incredible this place is. The people that have, I mean, Garth Brooks got picked up there. Taylor Swift, you know, started. And you just think, I cannot believe I'm sitting on this stage doing this. Yeah. And you, but then you have that moment, but then you look around and there's maybe 30, 40 people. And you think it's just, it's just a great little gig. It's just a lovely intimate gig. Pin drop quiet, which is just beautiful. But I think when, when, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna dream about something, you've you've got to go all the way to the top. Yeah, you? for I me it was like, always Glastonbury. Yeah, that's your dream gig. Yeah, still your dream gig. Still my dream gig. It'll happen, baby. <laughs> See it now. I mean, I'd, I'm, I'm, I'd love the idea of manifesting and thinking. You know, mm. if, if I say it, if I dream it, if I say it. But I've been dreaming I would play Glastonbury since I was about ten years old. Yeah, and I get to a point now at thirty-five, and I'm thinking I need to hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Because yeah, you might blow up and come back for a legend spot. That there would be go, nice, baby. wouldn't it? Because that's a Sunday afternoon, yeah. early doors. You know. Oh, <laughs> get me a legend set. What I'd love to do is at peak, maybe have like a big number one, mm. one it wonder, piss off for thirty years, and I'll come, come back, back for the legend set. Well, it's like um, that Olivia Rodrigo. Is that her name? Yes, she brought on Lily Allen, didn't she? Did at she? Glastonbury. Sure, at Glastonbury, she brought her on to play. Um, what? I'm saying I can't say it. I've definitely dropped it. Thank you. Thank oh, you. yeah, 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 yeah. She brought her on for that. It was like <laughs> some political movement, but I want to hear for it because I love Lily Allen. Yeah. Back in day. She's gone into acting now. After that new programme. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but well, I saw her doing an interview and I didn't realise it was Lily Allen. So it's well different. But the thing is, this is this thing, Lily Allen was so young when she kind of like hit on the yeah. scene. Um, but she kind of had like a big moment and then went quiet for a bit. And I just, I just feel like I'm running out of time. I have no time to be quiet. I'm getting old now. Yeah, I've got to stay loud mean. a lot. <laughs> Same. I 
feel you. You feel bad enough when you piss off for two week holiday, don't you? Come back, you're like, everyone thinks I'm dead. I know. Well, this... I've been too silent. Listen, if I can't get Wi-Fi, I'm panicking that I'm going to lose a thousand followers. <laughs> I can't post anything today. Yeah. Can't post anything. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think... You've, I think you've got to keep dreaming no matter how I think that's what keeps us in it that's what keeps us yeah. doing it because no matter how stressful it gets no matter how many knocks and rejections which we inevitably encounter yeah. um it's the it's the dream yeah isn't it? it's the dream and that I think keeps it's always going. I love that I always find like I am massively into like you know the universe and things happening for a reason and the balance of the <laughs> Sorry, universe I am massively into the universe I am <laughs> into um, that's a soundbite the universe <laughs> But um, like the power of the universe and like I find that often when you really, really get knocked back and you're down, it's only a matter of days until someone else comes banging at the door and suddenly you're back in the game. You're excited again. I love that. <laughs> so another episode done. Uh, we've got one more, haven't we? One to go. Oh, I'm going to be sad when we finish. I think these guys will be just glad that we've stopped talking. <laughs> Mysterious kids. But let us know, as always, we have loved hearing from you guys throughout this whole process. So please let us know if there's uh, anything else you want to hear us chatting about or if you've got any comments or let us know your karaoke stories. Yes. What is your go-to karaoke song? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Don't forget, we're both independent musicians and you can check us out at Kezia Gill Music and Jade Halliwell. And we will see you next week. See you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to hit subscribe and follow us on social media.